following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. First down handoff, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. Here are Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus, Rob Phillips, and Bill Jones. And welcome into Talkin' Cowboys live from the Star in Frisco. Rob Phillips in for Bill Jones in the hosting chair. Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broadus, Caden Gates producing next door, and uh, preseason in the books. I feel like we just were with each other <laughs> about six hours ago. Yeah, we absolutely. Were, we were navigating the parking lot. Yes, putting a bow on this preseason. Seventeen fifteen, Cowboys lose to the Tampa Bay Bucks. I think that puts them at two and two. If only they could have made that two-point conversion, we might have still been at the stadium. Almost had it. Jalen uh, Guyton put him in position. How about that from Jalen Guyton? Yeah. Needed more of that from Jalen Guyton. Yeah. yeah. You know, you know. It, it, that was Jalen Guyton, OTAs, minicamp, and it just, from that, I mean, everything you want from Jalen Guyton in one play. Ability to you know snatch the ball, make a guy miss, make another guy miss, get to the end of the run, stiff arm a guy to get in the end zone. That's the Jalen Guyton that we kind of thought was going to be a guy that, uh, that put himself in position. But it, uh, it, it, I just don't think it is what it is for him. But uh, we'll see what happens with these waivers, too. Got to have consistency yeah. over the entire camp, right? Yep. Especially if you're a rookie. And we'll get into that, uh, especially what happened in the game. Anything of note, I know that you didn't take a whole lot from it based on your 105.3, the fan segment you a few want, minutes you ago. You want to show my notes from the game right here? Mm, they're not long? Did you take the night off? Uh, it's only uh, two and a half pages. Yeah. Did you, did you just Usually wa- I did, did you just mark watch every game, every play down. Yeah. Yeah, I just kind of watched, and I was waiting for somebody to do something for me. And yeah. uh, Guys made plays. I mean, Yeah, I know, but they were making plays against guys that aren't going to be in the league. Okay. Did you feel like guys? Uh, okay, for did, did, were you? Were there any guys that you were expecting to make plays that you kind of had? Because we were trying to play it out as like the game of the scouts where you evaluate. But a Jordan Chun help you with anything? I know he gets a rib injury. Then they get they get Donovan uh, Wilson, Wilson gets hurt, yeah. and then you know yeah. all of a sudden now you're sitting there you're thinking like, okay, just let this game be over with. Yeah, no, you know, absolutely. You know, and I think you know CJ Goodwin playing free safety and like uh, he's lined up in Richardson. You know, you've I mean, got Ryan Juracek playing tight end yeah. because they don't yeah. have any tight ends. Sure. Well, you realize if if you take away the punter, kicker slash sure the deep snapper, and Chris Jones only held. Right. They only played 33 guys. Yeah. You take those three away. It was 36. So 33 guys played an entire game. Some of them looked like it, too, at the end. Right? There were some ragged those guys. Those offensive yeah. linemen were dead. Yeah, they, they did. And they, 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 they kind of they, they hurt played that way, they played, too. Yeah, they yeah. played that way, too. They sure did. I but, wanted that moment for Redfern. What, have to, a chance for the winning kick. Didn't happen. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, that's right. Because last drive, they could have. Yeah, they could if they yeah. got because cl- they were close, right? It was. It, yeah, they had to drive. They were within again. sixty yards, I think. They kept getting penalties, and then they got <laughs> false three false starts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was yeah. the Torrin Tucker moment all over again. Right. Hey, Keep going. But some of those guys, I think, what they accomplished though is play themselves onto the practice squad. Yeah, I think that's really kind of what you're at looking at right now when you're talking about the the Guytons 
and the John B. John. Now we don't know how serious. I don't know, Mickey. If you talk, I think it, I think I don't know, but it looked like a serious yeah, shoulder. A lot of guys got hurt in this game. Well, see, I mean, that's what I'm saying though, because John B. Johnson would have been a guy you would have probably tried to get through to the waivers, and now you're probably going to have to waive him injured, which means he would revert to your IR. Your IR, which means he's completely done for the season. If that's the case, but you keep, would keep his rights. But you keep his rights for another year, and that is very similar to what we saw with Cedric Wilson last year. Good and point. And it's safer now. there than on the practice squad because yes, the practice they, squad they somebody poached. can come and get poached. But yeah. you're on IR. You're on IR. That's it. So, yeah, I think you know somebody like that, and maybe Guyton. Um, you know, Daniel Weiss, you know, he may have his hand up for the roster. I don't know, but if it's too crowded. Boy, that's a good point because to me, Daniel Wise, he's flashed times of being really good. And again, now Mickey will tell you that, hey, he was going against guys that probably aren't going to make. But but I think there's, there's, I think with a lot of these guys, inconsistency is going to get a lot of them. Where, right. Where guys like, with the Cedric Wilsons and the Devin Smiths and those guys, they were consistent throughout. Uh, Donovan Wilson, consistent throughout. Uh, you know, uh, you just try and try and think of the guys that have a chance to make this roster. You know, they were the consistent guys, the guys that were up and down to the ones Mickey's talking about as practice squad guys, like and a, rightfully so, like a John Vay who has flashed at times, but sure. in the games, and he had a nice first half last night, but. There have been other guys at receiver that have been more consistent. And I just that's just the, the yeah, reality. Yeah, I of mean, it. there's the, the the reality of it is that that the, that I, I always believe this that these players cut themselves. You know, when they with if you don't perform well enough, but then you got a guy like you got a guy like Hill. You know, and, and studying the tape late last night after the you know the game, Tristan Hill, Tristan the Hill, pick. yeah, you know, he he he's really he tries hard and he and he and he does some positive things. But there's also some things that has some concern, and, and if you're one, if you're one of these, if you're going into this, this season and you're thinking about Malik Collins playing the under tackle, and all of a sudden there's a little bit of inconsistency with Tristan Hill. Oh, does that mean? Well, wait a minute. The the backup plan is to go ahead and kick Crawford inside if something happens to Tristan Hill where you don't. But that, I'd like to believe they're going to put Tristan Hill out there, but. You know, there's guys that were playing better than him last night. And, and yeah, and Twitter and it, let yeah. us know about it. Yeah. And, and Wise is one of them with two sacks, I think, in the first quarter. Soto had even had, I mean, and Soto's not going to be on this team, you know? What, what, what concerns you about Tristan Hill when you watch him play? I think that he doesn't understand his pad level right now. I think that he, that, that it, it's, he, when you see everybody else firing off the ball, and there's really not a lot of power to his game. I thought there was going to be more power to the way he plays, but you watch you watch all the defensive linemen come off the ball, and when they get in, even even wise, when those guys get into blocks, their guys move, and with Tristan Hill, it tends to stop. You know, his momentum stops, and. I, you know, I'm okay with the effort and the you know and, and chasing the ball. I mean, he's one of the best when it comes to okay, balls downfield. He turns, runs. You know, you got to like that about him. But I just worry about is there enough quickness there right now, and is there enough power? And I and that that when you lack both. I think that puts you at risk as when you're saying, okay, under tackle is a, is an up the field attack the gap, hit the gap, go, be disruptive guy. So. What about this question? If you're going to put a quarterback on the practice squad, which one are you put in there? Oh, well, this well, is. Well, do you count Taron Christian as a quarterback? 
Well, I think they will. I think they're going to count on him as a jack of all Just trades. Whatever he's going to learn how to play safety on with cards. He's going to you know he's going to do a lot of things. Jamel, for you. Jamel showers. But my, yeah, exactly. My, no, my it's exactly. My point is, could you keep him and, and Mike White on the practice squad if if you went that route and both were cleared? This is going to sound crazy and is is struggly as Mike White has looked for two years. I wonder if, and I've said this before, I just wonder if somebody has a scouting report on him from another team where they're thinking, you know what, he's better than our practice squad quarterback or he's better than our... You know, Mike White might look at this situation if he gets waived and then he has an opportunity to go somewhere else. And he might say, you know what? This is I, a dead end. I don't see a future here. Yeah. I need to go on. And you know, even though the Cowboys want to bring me back, I don't feel good about my situation here. Well, that's you know, a good point because he was a fifth-round pick. There might be a team out there that Two says, years he's been here now. Yeah, but yeah. there might be somebody out there that, that said, hey, well, we had a third-round grade on this guy. But, so. but that's what I'm saying. They, they, Dallas took him in the fifth. Mm-hmm. Maybe someone had said, you know, Mike White in the sixth, the seventh is the right thing. And there might be somebody out there that says, you know what, Mike White doesn't anticipate well, which is is a problem for a quarterback. But maybe someone says, well, let's try and work on his confidence because he doesn't look like a confident football player. So, But he might also make that decision like, you know, they're about to sign this quarterback to a $30 million deal. And it looks like Cooper Rush is entrenched as the backup guy. Maybe I need to go and have a fresh start somewhere else and see if I can if I can work that. And if that, if, that, if he does clear waivers, he's going to have a practice squad option. But will it be here or will it be with another team? And like I said, someone else could claim him just off their college reports that they feel like, you know what, he is better than the guy we're keeping as our third quarterback right now. And we'd rather develop him than this guy that we think that we're just keeping because we want to have a third quarterback. Yeah, what about Tampa Bay? Their their guys didn't exactly... The Colts are in. A, I mean, I just think about Andrew Luck. They're, 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 the, the Colts are going to be in the quarterback market. They are. They're you know they're they're not. They're, they worked out guys, but they're not going to panic about it. But they're going to have to look at all the quarterbacks that are released. I'm sure they'll rank them one to how many ever. And if Mike White's in the top three, you know maybe they'll maybe make a claim there. Or they might have to fight somebody else to make that claim. Their, their backup was injured, right? They're going to bring in Osweiler for a look or something. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Well, well, I mean, Buccaneers lost their guy. Gabbard. Yeah. Gabbard. Yeah. Gabbard hurt his wrist he, last week diving for a first down. So those two guys that they played. Yeah, that didn't Griffin get you or Testaverde. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Griffin. I think Griffin will be the backup there to Winston. But if they're going to carry a third guy, is Mike White better than Vincent Testaverde? Uh, you know, I think so. I, I would. I, I would say so. You still think he gets caught up in the numbers crunch here? I, I mean, do. I mean, he I last night he got to start and play a, a good chunk of the game under duress for much of the night. I but, mean, but he had some. He did. Throws. He, he did. He had some pocket throws. The pocket awareness on the fumble was just really poor on his part. You know, I mean, again, Jake Campos, and now the Jake Campos experiment has gone, I didn't call it experiment, but it's gone two years now. Practice squad last year. I haven't seen real improvement there. I'm willing to give these other guys, you know, an opportunity night. Uh, also, Hyatt. Yeah, okay, I'm in for that. That might be a position that I, I look at maybe claiming. Attack. I know Mickey has said this from the word go, and I and I I buy it in. You know they they need to do something at offensive tackle just to make sure that they're taken care of at that spot. They can feel good about Cam Fleming all they want, and Cam Fleming played well against the Saints and the Eagles last year. 
But, you know, overall, I, I'm not sh- totally sold on Cam Fleming being that guy. And, but, the, but the problem at this late date is if – no one has an excess of offensive no, line. No, and, I mean backup. Type now, guys. Stephen yes. told us what two days ago at the kickoff luncheon that they've gotten calls from teams about their offensive linemen yeah. and their defensive. Well, linemen. who would they, who would they want? I think they would like. And the name I'm hearing, Mickey, in circles around the National Football League is is Redmond. And I'm and I'm only saying that Redmond as a. I'm saying Redmond as a guard and center that people are looking at him as a suitable a suitable backup. You know, to carry to the game. I mean, they, you know, Suafilo is going to make this team. Uh, you Looney. know, Looney's going to make this team. You know, it, McGovern could very well be a on one day, off the next, and we'll see in, in eight weeks. I think that's how that works. Minimum for the IR. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So, yes. I, I mean, I would. I would kind of keep an eye on how this all plays out, but the name in NFL circles, Mickey, that I'm hearing is is Redmond is a guy that people are calling about. Let him go. Okay. Because what is he going to be, the ninth guy here? Well, that's what I'm saying. The ninth guy to me right now is is going to be is McGovern, if I'm not. If he's on. If he's on. If because he stays you got, on. Because you've got your five starters, yeah. and, then, and then he'll be the ninth guy for right now, but then – but they're going to have to. This is why I think they're going to have to to play a little uh, hocus pocus with their roster with Alfred Morris. I they don't can, think you better do that. Well, okay, this is where I'm thinking. No, Expl- uh, explain what you vested thinking? veteran. Vested yeah, veteran. Yeah, I understand. But do you think Alfred Morris would walk on you? Who is the odd man out when Zeke shows up? See, that it could be Alfred Morris. Right, and you better give him an insurance that it's not Alfred Morris because there are other teams out there, Houston, need running backs. Right. But and see, they could say, we want you. Right, and, and and they very well could. I'm banking on the fact that Alfred Morris, I'm going to try and work a deal with Alfred Morris. What you're saying is if, he's you, a let, if, if you let him go at final cuts, he wouldn't go through waivers. He's not He's so, not subjected to waivers. Right. But, he's not subjected. But, but he's got to look out for his future. No, he does. He does. And the thing about it is, though, you're, you're going to bring him back. Now, if Zeke reports, if Zeke does report, then you're right. Houston, New Orleans, these places he could surely go. But if that doesn't happen beforehand, to get him to turn somebody else down after you waive him, you're going to have to give him some guarantees. The, you're, right? gar- you're guaranteeing that he's that he's coming back. But but so, what if somebody gives him an offer and they need him as, yeah. as the lead backup? I'm betting on the fact that his when he went to San Francisco, that his family stayed here. His kids stayed here. They stayed in school. The family wanted to be here. He had a chance to go to New Orleans. But I understand that. But what if he's out of a job all of a sudden? Well, he's going to be out of a job for two days. No, until he... I mean permanently once Zeke gets here. Well, then he could go. Then he could go and, and leave. He's free to do that. I understand. But You're what saying if... by then maybe there's not any chairs anywhere else for yeah. him to sit and, and yeah. have a role but, somewhere okay, else. So... I just think that's taking a chance on his part. I agree with what you're saying. Yeah. It's, a, it's a great, savvy move. But for him to just say, okay, I, I'm here with you, and then you cut me after two weeks, and then what, what, somebody going to pick me up when yeah. I might have turned something down. And I'm, saying, yeah. I'm not saying someone's going to come and get him. Right. But if they do – that, that that's that's not it, the same as Kellen Moore. It's a it's a very it's a it's sure it's risky, but you have to you, you would only make this deal if you had insurance like Mickey's talking about. If you if you told him like, okay, Alfred, this is our plan. This is what we would like to do. If Alfred Morris doesn't agree to that, 
You could do it with Jason Witten. You could do it with anybody, any vested veteran you wanted to, that, that you have on the roster. You know, you but it's a move that you could think about. That's that's all I'm saying. You just I, need to do it with somebody that's assured of coming back. That's coming back Absolutely. because you're not going to get rid of them when Zeke shows up or yeah. when somebody else shows up. When Robert Quinn shows up, then I'm going to cut another defensive end that right. I, that I played that game with. Right. That, that that's why I think that you would have it's, to because look he he only got he only got like the ninety thousand dollar signing bonus. Yeah. So there's you know from a contract standpoint and and he's on the veteran exception so yeah. uh, somebody could say well we'll give you 1.2 million right so you got to be careful there all right let's take our first break periscope open Brian's going through those if you got questions I we'll am. take them from there um, and we come we'll get more into the 53 man roster cuts need to be made I believe by what Saturday at 3 p.m. Saturday at 3 p.m. right mm-hmm. so we'll be monitoring that and when we come back. Zeke Watch continues. Could he miss September 8th, the season opener? Could he miss more than the September 8th season opener? That's next on Talking Cowboys. Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh, it's okay. Just okay? What's not too... Right above the subway! Well, I bet you don't even notice it after the... That's my neighbor, Angus. A deal that's just okay is not okay. Get a great deal with America's Best Network. Come into an AT&T store and learn how to buy one smartphone and get a second one on us. Based on GWS One Score, September 2018. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel, Will McClay, and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys and with us you'll travel like a pro visit cowboystravel.com to book your travel package today work the Cowboys way and channel the winning business tradition of the Dallas Cowboys and the Jones family at formation this dynamic workspace provides an elevated work experience on the Stars' aspirational campus with exclusive membership options available to meet varying needs. Choose from open workspaces, dedicated desks, and private offices to leverage our home field advantage for your individual business success. Limited memberships are available now, so apply today at formationatthestar.com. A man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements. It projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit, just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find Stetson hats in the pro shop or at stetson.com today. Back to Talking Cowboys. Don't miss your chance to see the Cowboys live at AT&T Stadium on Sunday, September 8th as they take on the New York Giants to kick off the season. Get your tickets now at DallasCowboys.com. And we are now, I believe, 10 days away from the opener. Still no Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. <clears throat> the holdout continues. And, you know, Jerry Jones, I think you said it, Mick, on 105.3 The Fan this morning, just a, kind of a dose of reality that he, he dished out. 
Oh, absolutely. About when the timing he said, of when he might come back. I mean, he basically said, we've got to prepare as if he's not here. And I, I think that's the most realistic approach they can take because he's not here now. There's no assurance. I don't think you can sit there and go, okay, we're going to cut our roster because we know Zeke's going to be here. you got to cut your roster as if he's not going to be here. You have to put your game plan together as if he's not going to be here. And you got to figure out your running back rotation as if he's not going to be here. And my point was, and I told the guys last night on the postgame show, is the hard part is you've got to be able to kind of project what you think the Giants, how the Giants' defense is going to react to no Zeke. Are they going to say, we ain't worried about Tony Pollard. You know, we're going to make sure you don't beat us throwing the ball. Or is it, okay, he's going to have to prove it to us before we say we're going to load the box against the run. So I think that's that's this whole thing is what they've got to do now in the next few days to get ready for the opener. Yeah, I just I think Mickey's absolutely right about that. You know, you ha- you have to cut your team down like you're not expecting Ezekiel to be there. Now I know we did our projection to 53, and we thought that Zeke we we played it like he was going to be there. So. You know, our, our projections could be really wrong. But, uh, you know, it's it's like they had to deal without Travis Frederick to start the season last year. You know, they, they made the adjustment. They went with Joe Looney. And, you know, nobody feels sorry for you in this league. They're, no. they're, 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 they're you know, they're, I'm sure that they're, everybody's looking at the situation. And, you know, hopefully that uh, things can get done. But uh, we're, we're running out of time here. You know, we're going to start practicing real football uh, this next week. And, and playing a game, so you know the, the, the front office here is ready for that. If Zeke happens to show up and wants to be a part of this, great. If he's not, then you know that they'll they'll prepare the right way to get that done. What's the latest you think he could show up with or without a new deal next week, and they'd feel comfortable playing him against the Giants Tuesday? I, I was I was going to say if he if he shows up Tuesday, I, I think if he showed up for practice on Wednesday. Where they the way he physically gets to go out there and, and do some things and pads and pads and gets to knock it around a little bit, you know I, the thing about Ezekiel and I think he's a rare player. You know I know people talk about running backs. I I, I just think about positional players and you know and, and how I've ever evaluated him. When you talk about receivers and running backs and quarterbacks and offensive linemen and all that. He's a rare player, and I, I, you know, I, I know once he's between those lines of how he plays and how he prepares. So to me, that the fact that he didn't hold out all of OTAs and the mini camps. I mean, he was here really through June. Now, did he get the hitting and stuff? No, he really didn't. But he never really got the hitting. You know, there, people will take shots at him a little bit in practice, bump off him and stuff like that. But as far as the preseason stuff, that wasn't something really big. So. I just have a feeling that if he came in on Wednesday and started practicing, that that you would probably see a pretty good version of Ezekiel Elliott playing in that football game. You know, I mean, the speed of the he understands the hits in the game, and under you know he he's a smart guy. He knows blitz pickup. He knows catching the football. He knows all these things. So I mean, I, I think the 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 learning curve for him having to come back it would be really 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 small because he's he's basically been through all this. What you what you hope doesn't happen and i've seen guys do this they sign at noon on saturday so they can get paid but they not they're not going to play right and, and i want to say that happened to someone on another team last year where they signed uh, friday night 
and then it was like, okay, you're inactive. We, you know, and, and you can't you can't force him to do too much in that first game, even if he shows up next right. week. You can't you 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 can't sacrifice the regular season for the season opener. Yeah, but you, you got to be careful if it's. If it's twenty five really good plays, snaps, know, snaps, snaps, not carries, yeah, but snaps, yeah, snaps. Where he's maybe it's that that screen they worked on in OTAs. Maybe it's that thirty seven they run off left tackle. Maybe it's that thirty eight they run off right tackle. Okay, Tony Pollard, get in there. We're going to hand the ball to you on a thirty eight. Oh, now we're going to throw another screen. You know, I'm okay with all that. I'm really okay with all that. I was standing next to Nate Newton on the sideline pregame, and he was cracking himself up. He took a picture of Emmett with Jerry. And tweeted out the original holdout, and Craig cracked himself up because he was there for that. And you had Emmett yeah. with Lindsay on the pregame show, and Emmett made sure to point out that his wasn't a holdout. They mm-hmm. were negotiating they were a contract, yeah, and it, he wasn't holding out. They just couldn't come to terms. Yeah. And, and I love it that he always reminds everybody of that. That you know, I wasn't under contract like this guy's under contract. Were he and Mike lobbying heavily to get him yeah. back here? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what it sounded like, Mike. <laughs> Off Periscope, guys, want to know just to kind of change the subject a little bit. How did you feel about Kellen Moore's play calling for the preseason? I'm not asking you to give a grade, but how did you feel about him? As and, and, and you could take the fourth game out of it. Yeah. But overall, look I mean, at the was, first the drives I, the drives I, that they had with the with the ones for those three games that we saw. I mean, I don't, I don't know that I sat there and go, what was that? Yeah. You know, um, and, and I think people better get ready for it. That when they they get into the red zone or they get inside the ten yard line, his priority is going to be to run the football, and he thinks yeah. they can run the football. Uh, and he's not going to give up on it. So uh, I think folks might be thinking they're going to get some exotic plays out there. Was what, Sky War plays? Is that Sky Wars. Sky, Sky Wars. Wars. Yeah. 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 Uh, so yeah, I didn't see. I, I I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't see a noticeable difference one way or another. I, you can see it in the formations. You can see what he's doing with the fullback. You can see the motion. But from the plays they actually call, I I, I I didn't see anything that I said, oh, that's Kellen Moore. Well, and again, he's not going to show everything he's got right now. Right, so but, but, I, but what you saw maybe I, in 28 I, days of practice or 30 days of practice and then you know three preseason yeah. games where he got to call play. I like the pace of which the offense moved in practice and in the games. It's kind of maybe a little bit more of a brisker pace. Not saying it's no huddle hurry up, but um, well, they tried that last night, didn't they? They did. But, yeah, the officials wouldn't let him do it. The officials one time kind of jumped in there on him. So why is that? No, he, they stopped because of the substitutions. Oh, yeah, that's why. I mean, I, I remember a couple times and Brad. You know, I'm, I'm I'm very mindful of when they break the huddle because that's my cue to shut up. But when they go no huddle, I have to immediately shut up. You know, so it was a couple times, and then you saw the official, the umpire, jump in there and kind of keep them from playing with a little pace. So, anything else stand out from Jerry last night? Jerry talked to the umpire before the game. Did he really? When he was, when he was, uh, I can't remember if he was wait. He was waiting to come on with us in <laughs> so the, the second time. Show. So it was the it was the umpire one one fifteen. Yeah, and he was talking to him, and and I, and I, when he said something, I said, "So did you tell the umpire don't act like the umpire last week and throw a flag on every play?" He goes, as a matter of fact, and he said, hmm. let's get some flow to this game. Let's yeah. get some 
progress going, drives going, and let's not be throwing a lot of flags. I mean, what it was like 23 penalties last week yeah. against Houston combined. Well, that that, that Just, San Francisco game was even worse, but the number of penalties. Well, Francisco, they had they had 18. What, 18? Yeah, exactly. Question off here: How satisfied are you with the safeties? With the the way the what you've seen from the safety play so far, I haven't seen anything to say. Oh, uh, they're in trouble. I've been happy with seeing what I've seen from the whole secondary, the whole first team secondary flying yeah. around. To me, it's they've been the most impressive position group on the roster through practice and games. And I think Donovan Wilson. It's not just because he's an Aggie. I mean, it's not just because he's got three picks in in four preseason games. I mean, he. They saw something in him that maybe other teams didn't in terms of a rangy prospect. Sure. They saw him as like as a box player, and he's really he's better than that. He, he looks very similar the way he moves to Xavier Woods. Well, if you yeah. remember, during OTAs or minicamp, there, there were times when he was coming in and they were putting him in the slot yeah. uh, to cover a wide receiver. So, yeah, he's, he's, he's been, I, I think, very encouraging and... You know, who knows? He, 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 if he keeps this up, he, he may be the third safety. Yeah. Earn snaps within the yeah. ro- a rotation. I mean, maybe. who do you who do you trust in coverage more right now? Him or Kayvon Frazier? Yeah, see, Kayvon Frazier had that look in that game last night. Brad and I were talking about this where he had those long white sleeves on like he wasn't thinking I was going to play last night. He was in reserve. And he was in reserve, and all of a sudden he had to show up. And, you know, he didn't play poorly. But, you know, Kayvon Frazier does not have the athletic ability – that we've seen from Donovan Wilson. Just doesn't have the movement that he has. I, I, Kayvon Frazier is not going to make a cover two play in the middle of the field, even though, you know, that I thought I, I was critical of Testaverde for throwing the ball down the middle of the field. But, you know, the more you think about it, it you know, he, he had the right, if there's nobody in the middle of the field, he has, that's, that's probably the right direction to go with the ball. But there was so much clutter there, and the clutter would happen to be the safety. Wilson playing. You know, I was talking to a coach after the game about him, and he's like, have you ever been around a player that gravit- the ball just gravitates towards him? And the player that, that reminded me, and this is going to sound terrible because the young he's not young, the, the guy's in jail right now is Darren Sharper in Green Bay. If you remember Darren Sharper Green Bay, Darren Sharper in New Orleans, Darren Sharper was always around the ball. It, 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 somehow it would end up at him either intercepted or fumble. It would always be around him. And the Super Bowl that year? Yeah, that, that's the way. Darren Sharper was always that type of guy at safety that, that you knew the ball was going to come to his direction. And, and I think Donovan Wilson has got some of those types of traits where the ball naturally comes to him. Let me tell you this, on that kickoff coverage stuff, playing the, play the L5 – Playing next to the kicker, running down there. You know, it's funny. I asked uh, asked the coach afterwards. I wrote about this this morning. I thought that they did the kickoff short on purpose so guys could tackle. No, the kicker was just no, he just he was just mm, bad. Mm. That's the problem. I, I was giving them credit for like wanting to see what was going on, but then I talked to some guys this morning. But they they said no, nah, the kicker just couldn't get the ball to the end zone. And I'm like, okay. But what you got could to barely see, get the field goal to the end yeah. zone. What, was that field goal ugly? Gosh. That may be the ugliest good yeah. field goal yeah. I've ever seen. Hit it with seen. his shin, I think. Line drive. But man. but 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 you got to see Donovan <laughs> Wilson tackle on, on special teams. You got to see Devin Smith tackle on special teams. So, you know, it, however that all played out, I thought was pretty good for the Cowboys from that aspect because Donovan Wilson ran, ran down there. Did, got used his hands, disengaged the block, boom, make the tackle right there. So at this point. Is he the second best draft price they've had for this year? 
could be the second most productive. He is the second most well, productive. Well, if you look at him, Pollard. Yeah. Pollard and yeah. him? Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So there, fourth somebody, and sixth. Yeah. Somebody sixth asked round? somebody asked a question if this if the roster is so deep that you're going to have guys, these rookies, what they call red shirt, and if you red shirting is they sit out really the entire year. They're inactive and stuff like that. But well, McGovern could be just because of injury. We'll right. see. Yeah. How, how serious what they need to do with that. Injury. Tristan Hill is going to be a rotational guy until he proves he can't be a rotational guy. Until he hurts him. Until he hurts him. Yeah. Until yeah. he becomes a liability at tackle. And no, he's not Taco and stuff like that. But he is a guy that will get an opportunity. And if they if they have to move some guys around, did you hear the news on Daniel Ross? What was wrong with him? His uh, shoulder, right? Shoulder, rotator cuff, maybe. That's yeah. another guy in position See, to maybe make this team. That's what I'm saying, though. If you got to rotate, that sounds like to me an IR. That's a surgery mm-hmm. and goodbye. Is I, what that is. I thought there was wouldn't he? He was supposed saw, to play because when I saw him being held out, yeah. it's like okay, he's not good enough to hold out. Right, Some, something's up. Right, yeah. I'm, I'm hearing the and I didn't potential. get a straight answer on it, but yeah, I think it's a rotator cuff problem there. So we need to kind of keep an eye on that. All right, let's take our final break. We come back. Hey, more of Periscope from you guys. And I got a couple more names on the roster that may have helped themselves in this 53-man battle next. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the Internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. It's time for tailgating with the OtterBox boys. The OtterBox that builds those crazy protective phone cases? Yup, and now they're changing the side dish game with the OtterBox Trooper Soft Cooler. Lightweight, mobile, and leak-proof, Trooper is perfect for blitzing a crowded parking lot with a Frito pie. Amazing. Hey, you think I could fit my seven-layer salmon salad into the Trooper cooler? Yep, but please don't. And that's been Tailgating with the OtterBox Boys. Learn more about the Trooper soft coolers at otterbox.com. While a player could look good on paper, it's when he's out on the field that you really find out what he's made of. That's why the Cowboys rely on more than just stats and scouting reports when building their team. When picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than just specs and features. You've got to take it out and put it to the test. The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. Experience one for yourself. Visit myjohndeeredealer.com slash football. Dr. Pepper is the one you crave. But how do you explain that craving? Imagine a surging river of ice-cool Dr. Pepper roaring with carbonated mists of desire. You're dangling above it, upside down, like a fishing lure in the wind. 23 flavors tickle your nose, but the river is too far away to taste. Dr. Pepper calls to you. You, you. Now that is a Dr. Pepper craving. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. Back to Talking Cowboys. 
And Jack Black also has a bulletin. It's time to shed that skin. Mm. The exfoliators are free with your $65 plus purchase. The exfoliators include face buff energizing scrub, deep dive glycolic facial cleanser, oil control toner, and line smoother. And you get all this free with your $65 purchase or more. Go to getjackblack.com. I'll tell you what, that face buff, that does, stuff does work. Oh, yeah. I, yeah I, did, I was in a grocery store one time, and my you know, my face and head was all shiny, and these two little girls were like, oh, look how shiny his face is. No, they did not. Sure did. I'm not lying, Mickey. <laughs> and, their mom, and their mom goes, you know, it's like, you know, Michelle, you know, like she, and I'm like, oh, it's okay, don't worry, you know, and it is. I have this shine, you know, this kind of this glow because you, you of might face need buff. to exfoliate face buff. It's the best. Hey, I was just reminded about the Texans evidently lost Joe Webb last night, and Bill O'Brien coached Mike White at the Senior Bowl. Oh, so hmm. keep an eye on that, or maybe hmm. trade him. But they saw Mike White last week in person, yes, though. Too, they did. They did see Mike White. He had a five for five touchdown drive. Yeah. Speaking of people saying stuff, I got a new one the other day. Saying, you stuff. know how people see you and they go, "Oh, you've covered the Cowboys so long." I'm, I remember, <laughs> you know, listening to you with my father, or yeah, you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. This guy told me, he goes, "Yeah, you've been doing this a long time." I remember listening to you with my grandfather. I said, "Okay, that's enough. <laughs> that's enough." Hey, enough. I I felt old last night watching. Vincent Testaverde slinging around. How about out there. that? My That's... first full season was Vinny Testaverde was this quarterback of this football team. I think team. Vinny was there last night. Was he? Yeah. Well, it's good you got to see his son play then. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Couple names here that I got for you guys. There you go. Could they have entered the conversation on the fifty-three, if not the practice squad? Donovan Alumba. See pick six. Yeah, and this and this is where Brian, yeah, but... this is where Brian Broadus's dream is going to end. I think. I think that, and Mickey, I don't know if you've talked to anybody about it. I'm sure you have because you do a good job at that. But there's there's questions about Donovan Alumba's speed. Yeah. And they, they feel like that. And, you know, they got Mike Jackson. Even though Mike Jackson hasn't sniffed this year, this summer, Mike Jackson then plays faster. He's a 4-3-8 guy. They feel like he's got better time speed, better long speed, better catch-up speed, even though there's been a couple of times where we've seen him get separated on. So, but uh, I think that the dream for Donovan Alumba is going to end. Uh, you know, I know we put him on our 53-man roster. I know some people on Periscope are asking us, has after last night, has some of your thoughts changed? You know, I think that's one where people are saying, I don't quite understand your love for Donovan Alumba. And I'm like, he makes plays. He, he knocks balls down. And But the bottom line is that he can't run, and that's something that's very, very important to them. So I think the, the dream for Donovan Lumba will probably come to an end today. Or it goes back to the practice squad. Yeah. Another, you want well, guys we'll like that see. on your practice squad, right? Yeah, absolutely. They had him on a whole year, and he was one of the few guys that Chris Richard actually, when they were running first-team cards each week, Donovan Lumba would get one or two snaps with the first team just to kind of give him a little of a taste of what was going on. And uh, we'll see. We'll see if he gets claimed. Somebody might like him. If they, you see enough plays. We've written about him enough. We've talked about him enough. The film is out there where you can actually see him doing some good things. So You know, and, and the interception, I mean, the ball was batted at the line of scrimmage. Boy, a hell of a play, though. He got his hands as he did. close to the ground as he, he did. could. Give him some credit, Mick. I'm, 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 I am. No, I'm going to give him some he credit. But he didn't need any speed to do that. No, he, he made a nice. He needed to be able to get down and catch the ball off his toes. did a nice job of 
getting in the end zone because if he doesn't jump and didn't extend the ball, he's going to get knocked out of Because when I was watching that, no one gave Showers credit for blitzing and, and, that is absolutely and, right. and, and hitting the ball. So right. what if, if you just listened, it was a week or so ago when somebody asked Jason Garrett about Alumba, mm-hmm. and it was kind of – Wishy-washy? Yeah, it was kind of like a backhanded compliment. Well, he has said it to us. Yeah. Like, I'm not the most athletic guy, yeah. but I try to make up for it with anticipation yeah, and Yeah, and instincts. that's fine. He's no, at some but, point. I mean, but that's how you try to hang around and, and you have want a him job one-on-one with Julio Jones? Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, He's people are asking. Start, to, people yeah. are asking. Mike is Mike Jackson that fast? Yeah, they they've got him as a four three eight time. His tag. If you went in the draft room right now, his tag would say four three eight. And they just got to get him healthy. Yep. So he'll be one of those guys. I think they keep, yeah. and then he's inactive on Sunday. There you go. Well, why is he even here if he has? You know, if his speed is so bad. You know what I mean? No, like he's got I mean, some he was, traits that work. He's got that size. I get you. I get you. I get you. I'm. A, I'm talking myself into it right now. But how, how many times no, did he I'm get beat out there? He's had some good days. He likes he's to had, hold. He's had some really good days in camp, and he's had some days where he got yeah. picked on, too. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, did we'll, I tell you we'll I had see. lunch with him in Hawaii? No. I was how si- was that conversation? I was, sitting, I was sitting at a place, and next thing I looked over, and there was a bar stool next to me, and he came in and sat down. And What did you guys talk was, about? It was... Wait, it was not I interviewed very him. deep, let's put yeah, it that way. Yeah, I interviewed well, you could him. could talk to Mickey. Yeah, talk he to Mickey. He could have, too. But he, he's so quiet. Yeah, he is. He's very, and he's very measured with his words. Yeah. What other names you got? I know you got more names. I got one more. Okay. Justin Phillips. 11 tackles again last oh, night. Oh, sure. Led this team in tackles in preseason. Gotcha. Played Look. every snap on <laughs> all special teams and all... The, the decent defensive snap. They cut this guy once in June. They brought him back after they cut Larry Allen Jr. He's been productive. Luke Gifford uh, did enough seemingly in one preseason game to talk get on the roster, at least depending on the injury that he's got. I'm hearing that it's less weeks than we th- initially thought. Even though he's been in a boot, Gifford? Yes, yes. Yes. So if that's the case, they're going to carry him. They're going to carry him. And they and their so that's intention not good for Justin Phillips. Their intention when he first got hurt was to carry him. Yeah. And so I don't know if it changes or Justin Phillips changes their mind, but they really like. Let me Luke ask you this. Gifford. Can I just one, one thing? Okay, I'm just going. You mentioned Donovan Wilson always around the ball. That's what I see from Phillips at the I, linebacker. Position. I'm not disagreeing with you. Pass deflections. He just you know he's not the biggest linebacker. But there's some questions, a couple of angles he took he'd probably like to have back. But you're right. He was in every single tackle. Him and Nate Hall were in every single tackle last night. And they're always around the ball. Nate Hall, too. The, yeah. thing, the thing that I think is going to – what's amazing is if Luke Gifford was healthy, would he have had the season or the preseason like we saw from Justin Phillips? Because to me, he, yeah, he looked like Sean Lee out there yeah, in the opener. Okay, th- that's what I'm saying. If 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 Justin Phillips had had that, that's uh, excuse me. If if Luke Gifford has the same type of games that Justin Phillips has, we'd be like, oh my gosh, through the roof. And but here's here is Luke Gifford. He is going to make this football team basically off some practices and one game. If you look at it, where yeah. Justin Phillips, he played four really good games. If you I mean, in the Rams game, you know he didn't have 11 tackles, but he was again around the ball. I mean, if you're a scout from another team watching and you're going, okay, what's his problem again? Why did you, as college scouts, not like this guy? You know, because you can put on, you can make a reel. You can watch. You know, Jerry Jones might watch a 15 or 20 play reel on a guy if they're trying to sell him. 
And you could find 20 plays of this guy and go, well, man, he's better than mm-hmm. our seventh guy or better than our sixth guy. I so. think he he earned a practice squad yeah. spot. If, if he clears. If he clears. If he clears. If yeah. he clears. Yeah. And, and, you know, there had, had to be Mark a... Lillard making it. Would you change that out now and put a... Uh... It's Justin March, by the way, kid. Yeah, Justin March. Yep. Would you put uh, Justin Phillips instead? Would you switch him out? They like March because of special teams. The fact, he can play every position, basically, at linebacker, right? I mean... You know he wasn't the, he wasn't one of the best. I mean, like I, I say, mean, he had to play. He did. He had to play a lot of snaps. And I think that I think we're sometimes not. I think I know he's a liability in coverage at times. Yes, he, is. he really is. And as a downhill forward player, you're all right with him. But when you put him in coverage, there are there are problems there. And but he's a special teams guy. We keep talking about how he's, many special teams guys are they going to have. You know, I keep that argument. A 46, you're going to, okay, we're going we're gonna to have to five special teams guys. Well, that's to make up for the fact that Vanderish doesn't play special teams. Jalen Smith doesn't play special teams. Sean Lee. Sean will, will Lee. Sean Lee play the, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're down, okay, 46 guys, you're going to, you know, you're not going to have a third quarterback. So you're really, you know, you're looking at a situation where you have a lot of guys that don't play special teams. So maybe you have to have all these guys. We got to wrap it up. No, yeah, it's that time it's, already. It's the 45 mark, and the oh. break is. Hovering. They're hovering outside. All right, uh, 17-15, the final. Don't let them intimidate you. Preseason's in the books. <laughs> Cowboys got to cut it down this weekend. Stay tuned to DallasCowboys.com. We'll be back next week on Talking Cowboys. Thanks for joining us. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?